Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The I Am Rappaport Stereo, Stereo Podcast, live. You down with Rappaport? Yes, I am. 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 You better tune in, IamRappaport.com. Because every single podcast, you know he drops bombs. I seen him on set, a seasoned vet with true talent. Catch him on his way to CrossFit, rocking the new balance. He asked me to do the track because he know I rhyme elite. But I'm just waiting for the Robert De Niro line of the week. Breakfast of champions, toasted bagel, cream cheese, and locks. This is I Am Rappaport. The show never stops. We might catch him out in public, stretching his knees. But if you don't listen to the show, yo, wiggle, please. Wiggle, please. I am. See, I am Rappaport Podcast. In here with my man G Monetti. Yes, 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 yes. You're 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 becoming a real uh, staple of the program. Staple of the program, but another selfie. Someone asked you for another fucking selfie. They know who I'm is. <laughs> <laughs> you see, I am Rappaport Podcast. You know, I saw this film top five. Chris Rock film, which I really like. Very funny. And the top five thing came from throughout the film, they asked, who's your top five MCs? And we've covered that. And I keep getting asked, since I did, I directed. I directed when the garden was eating. I didn't make the film by myself. I had a lot of support, but I am the director. And if it sucked, people would be cursing me out. Fortunately, it's most great. Pe- most pe- thank you, Gerald. Most people seem to like it. The one area that people 
argued with me about or complained about the movie, and I knew this going into it, was in When the Garden Was Eden, an ESPN 30 for 30 that I directed, I brought up, when I was interviewing legends such as Jerry West, John Havlicek, Willis Reed, Phil Jackson, Walt Frazier, the great Dick Barnett, Earl the Pearl Monroe, I asked these gentlemen, did they think Bill Russell was overrated? I have often said that maybe he was great. Where's the footage? <laughs> Where is the footage? Show me this motherfucker dunking on motherfuckers. I don't see it. I know he won a lot of titles, up. and I, at the end of the day, it's a team sport, and 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 the uh, you know winning means everything. But everybody will admit that the competition that he was playing against was nowhere as fierce and as and as uh, diverse. Let as me it get is. into that. Well, what about it? First of all. They excluded black players. There was a quota. Right. So black players have proven to be the best at this game. Yes. So if you're not playing against them and you're playing against little fucking Irving. Yeah, or, or fucking Omori. Yeah. My, my cousin. Yeah. He was a center. He was six Jew six. pricks. You're playing against the old Jew pricks. Slow as shit. They and have, like, concrete in their feet. And you're blocking their shots. And you're winning all the championships. And you're punching their shots into the fucking ninth row. And then at the end of your career, you meet the black guy. Will Chamberlain. Will Chamberlain. And, and you beat him. Your team beat him. Right. And you outplayed him a lot. I got to say, who did you play against? And every, I said that in the movie. And everybody wants to fucking argue right. with me. It's, like, sacrilegious to, to question if, if I don't think... Here's my five centers that I would... This isn't even... Here's my top five centers. Gerald. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Akeem Olajuwon. Mm. Moses Malone. David Robinson. Shaq. And Shaquille O'Neal. That's five that I'd put before Bill Russell. Yeah, yeah. Hey, 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 can you argue that? I can't... This motherfucker is 6'8". No. He, Bill Russell is... He's probably like 6'10". 6'11". Those are my five that I put in front of him. Shaquille O'Neal would dominate Bill Russell. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar came in after Bill Russell. He was retired. hooking. Kareem was hooking from threes. Yeah. <laughs> Moses Malone would. would Moses yeah, Malone. If, Moses Malone averaged what Bill Russell averaged in the 80s. And Moses Malone is shorter than Bill Russell. David Robinson would have been. Imagine if David Robinson, the physical athlete that he was if he played during he the matched 60s. up. Imagine if he played during when he played against my fucking Uncle Maury. <laughs> what exactly. would he, he would average 55, 65, and, and 40 rebounds a game. David Robinson, because he was so physically gifted. So don't come to me about, oh, Bill Russell, you don't know. He won. Fuck you. Yeah. If you think I don't know anything about basketball, you have an open. I said this. I, I've tweeted this. Anybody that thinks I don't know anything about basketball, we could play one-on-one. -on -one and we could talk. You might beat me. I'm not that good anymore. I never was great. I'll hold you down. No, I'll play him one-on-one. -on -one. But oh. you're going to see when you play me one-on-one -on -one how much I fucking know. I don't care what age you are. You It'll be a good conversation because you're going to see. Don't come to me with that bullshit. I'm not saying this is like like. 
I'll win. I probably will lose most of the one-on-ones. But if you think I don't know about basketball just because I've excluded Bill Russell off my list, kiss my ass. I have five more people, and I could probably think of six or seven. Who else can we put on that list? You forgot. Uh, Pat Ewing I put in front yeah, of Bill you Russell. Yeah, Pat, yeah. Who else? Kevin McHale, was he a center or he's a power forward? Power forward. Chief. Uh, nah, we can't fuck with I Chief. I mean, there, there's plenty I'd put in front of him. Yeah. So they, he shouldn't be up in the upper echelon of motherfuckers. And I also said this. I said this. Bill Russell, I know it's almost sacrilegious and it's almost like insulting Jesus Christ himself. But Bill Russell, just to prove that you're not perfect, the next time you come out in public for an all-star game or, uh, or, uh, or, 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 or anything, an event, and you're royalty, I am going to give you this, then why don't you get a fucking haircut, Bill What's Russell? What's up with his wife? What's up, why, why is she not kicking that shit to him? Yo, like Bill you, Russell, you are royalty, then why don't you present yourself like right. that? Your Look, beard is fucked up. Yo, yo, your whole crop is fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> like, like if you NBA type style, you 50 greatest, yo, you need to have your shit looking like that. And David Stern and Adam Silver should kick it to him. Like, yo, come up. Yo, we need to talk to you, man. Yo, you represent look- the NBA. You looking like a bum, yo. Your shit looks you looking fucked like up. You, you, like, you, <laughs> like you on some homeless shit. Bill Russell, we respect you. My father is, my father is your age. And my Shave. father doesn't have keepers. And my father lives alone. I see him. His shit is shaved. He's groomed. He's cropped. Shave. Shave and 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 the peasy shit. I think it's disrespectful for him to show up at events like that. <laughs> I know that you're older, and if I saw you, I would always call Mr. Russell, and you'd be rude to me. I sat at a table with Bill Russell 15 years ago at a Nets game. Right. It was a small. They had these courtside seats. It was there were small seats. Right. The courtside seats were tables, and it was four of us. It was me, um, a girl, and it was Bill Russell and what I believed to be his wife. And we were elbow to elbow, and he didn't even fucking look at me in the face. Damn. Okay. Now, you don't have to. You're Bill Russell. You're Bill Russell. I don't care. Who the fuck are you? I'm I'm nobody. (laughs) But my shit is clean. And I, I was shaved, and I had a fucking haircut. Bill Russell... Looked like he fucking somebody dragged. He looked like somebody dragged his ass out of. <laughs> Listen, do you think that's rude? That's it for me. I think that's rude. That on I'm his part. saying it on his on his part. And I think it's rude that people are not. We're the only one. You know what I think is fucking rude? All the people that are bowing down to say Bill Russell's the greatest player on in the planet. Then do this. If you love Bill Russell so much, then say you're the greatest player on the planet. Look like it. <laughs> Look like it. Show up with a fucking shave and, and, and your, your hair fixed. Shave your shit, yo. Shave yeah. your shit. You out there in public. You I, out, yo. Word of mother. You out there in public. National television. I know you're an older gentleman. I, I, and this is not to be disrespectful yeah. about the... But just, you're the greatest player ever? And you fans think that he's the greatest player ever? Then it is your duty to say, Bill Russell... Mr. Russell, Mr. 11 championships, nine championships, how many fucking championships he's got? You need to present yourself like a fucking gentleman because you don't look right. Exactly. And since you're on the Celtics. Yeah. We watched the Celtics last night and we had a guy called Jeff Green playing with a fucking half a heart. (laughs) 
right? Who's that? Uh, Jeff he, Green, oh, he plays for the Celtics yeah, now. Yeah, he's on the Celtics now, and he had, like, heart surgery. And I was just thinking, like, damn. Once you get tired, don't you think, like, yo. What the fuck's going to happen? Right, like, yo, my heart's beating mad fast, and I got problems with this motherfucker. <laughs> Jeff Green, so what, he they, they said to him, like, yo, he's got, like, a fucking, like a, like, a deformed heart, right? Yeah. And he's playing for the Celtics. Yo. And he's just like, fuck it, I don't care. I would never, once they said that, I'd be like, yo, I'm just going to retire. Because you get tired, your ass could die. <laughs> and, and, and we're saying Reggie Lewis played for the for the Hank Celtics. Gathers, all that. It's all happened that? It's a handful of times. Terribly, terribly tragic uh, situation. But he's a brave motherfucker. Who? Jay Green. Yeah, so this is the I Am Rapport podcast. I am here with my co-pilot. Stalwart. G. Monetti. Gerald Moody. People are digging you, man. I see it on Twitter, man. Yeah. And I have to, I don't have a Twitter, but I think I may have to get one. Oh shit, get a, a Twitter account. Right. We're going to get we're going to start the, the the next episode we're going to introduce the Gerald Moody G Moody G. Twitter Bonetti. account. And you could you could you could say you could tweet at him. I could I could answer these motherfuckers. I see they kind of incendiary on that motherfucker. I don't like how they coming at you, rap. Hey, listen, it's Twitter and you know what? You could come at me. That's what I'm there for. But I'm going to come back, you fuck. Because I get paid to do this. See, that's what people don't understand is that I shit talk for a living. And I've been shit talking. Here's the reality of the situation. I'm going to give you a little history. I spent a lot of time in the ghetto. That's the fact. And, and then you're going to be like, what the fuck kind of thing is that to say? Here's, here's my point. Is when I was 12, my two best friends, Gerald and Randy. Randy's from Harlem. Gerald's from Br- Brownsville section of Brooklyn. We all loved basketball. And I would go to their house, and they would go to my house. But at the time, a white kid going around there, this is 1982, was unusual. You either had to be known, liked, be able to fight, be a drug dealer, be a rapper or be a straight nerd or be a shit talker. I was a good enough basketball player. I could shoot, could play the game, wasn't a bitch-ass dude. And people were surprised that you even came out there. I was, and I just got merit points just because I came out there because go, if, you, if you don't know Brownsville, go there now. Yeah, Check it out. A mile of projects. A mile of projects. Now, I'm not saying like, oh, I'm so cool. I'm tough. It doesn't make me tough. I wasn't tough. What I could do is I could snap. And make motherfuckers laugh. Snapping <laughs> is like being able to fight because they don't want to come near, they don't want to fuck with you because you could say shit. And embarrass them. Embarrass you, yeah. make people laugh. That's yeah. what my talent was. I had a good enough jump shot and I could talk shit. <laughs> and I've been doing it in the streets. That's where. That's okay, word. now see, you're going to be like, he, Michael Rapport is saying he's, I'd like when I talk about myself in the third party. Oh, he's saying, he's, I didn't say I was tough. I didn't say I was fucking dudes You never up. said that. I didn't hear you say that. I didn't say I was busting people's ass and ball, but I could play. But the one thing that I had going for me is I could snap. Uh, And if you came at me, I would fucking shut you down. So you little pricks on Twitter, you little fucks, you little hipster pricks that are like, you want to fucking go, you want to fucking snap, you little fucker? I'll snap back. (laughs) Okay? And I know some of you might say things, oh, you big hook-nosed cocksucker. I got something for you. You hook those guys. You hook you Jew you hook nose Jew prick. Go for it. 
I'll tell you my, my vulnerable spots and I'll still get you. Okay? But one thing I've never lost is a snap contest. Oh. I've never lost. That's what you need to be on the uh, American Giant giveaway. Who can snap better than me? Who can snap better than my man? Oh. Can you do it? Nah, I don't want that because motherfuckers are going to start saying crazy shit yeah, about me, man. Yeah, yeah, fuck them. I don't want that. Yeah, fuck them. They're going to be like on, on, on Instagram like. Yeah, fuck it. Scratch that, nigga. <laughs> you know what's bigger than Mike Rapport's nose? You say what? What? And then the answer's going to come, and uh, it's going to be it's going to hurt my feelings. So we're going to scratch that. Yeah, scratch that. Okay. So if you get on there and do that, that's not you're not getting a fucking American Giant T-shirt, no, sweatshirt, get, or a When the Garden Was Eating T-shirt. Hoodie. You ain't getting none of that fly shit. American Giant is the sponsor of this show. American Giant is a homemade, American-made, tough-made, hand-sewn, very well-made. I think it's hand-sewn. I don't fact-check. Very well-made company they make sweatshirts t-shirts the best hoodies and, and the slogan for american giant is american giant champion can't fuck with this shit yo that's the slogan for american giant and i made that up they don't they don't they're a little <laughs> bit classier than, than what i say but basically when you you say when i say about american giant it, the only thing you could pick, compare it to it's like the old champion hoodies on steroids so i feel like american giant their slogan could be american giant Champion can't fuck with this show. And they're giants of American commerce because they don't pay the workers five cents an hour. They pay American workers. They, they manufacture their shit in America. They don't manufacture their shit in Asia and give guys three cents an hour. These guys construct the fucking great shit. <laughs> and we wear it. I have it on now. And they're really nice, very good hoodies. And New York is fucking cold. New York's cold. Every city, you need a hoodie. You need a hoodie to work out in. You need a hoodie. You, you could get it a tight fitting if you're a hipster prick. You know what? You know what we should do? Get them tight. I, at, yeah. I'm going to send American Giant hoodies to the guys at the starters. Yeah. We just, like them. We like you. We just don't like the stats. We don't. Listen, cut the stats, man. Anybody can read stats. Right. What's your fucking opinion? What's your thoughts? And after we said something about that, Skeets. He ain't Skeet. Yeah, what's his name? Jay, Jay Skeet? Skeet. You ain't skeeting, kid. Jay Skeets, you ain't skeeting on shit. And you don't know what that means, but go ahead, rap. He ain't skeeting on nothing. <laughs> Jay Skeets, you you're ain't not, skeeting on you're shit. You're not skeeting, Skeet. But we're going to send you guys hoodies to the American Giant, to, to the starters. Yo, get in contact with me. Send me your sizes. I'm going to send you the best hoodies you ever, yep. you're ever going to wear from American Giant. This is the I Am Rapport podcast, and we're out. Once upon a time, there was a new crossover that refused to play by the rules. It flipped the script and made all the others look like fools. Featuring styling that's sexier by far and handles like a rock star. Introducing the first ever Toyota CHR. Enjoy agile handling in the body of a seductive crossover that comes with standard 18-inch alloy wheels. The first ever Toyota CHR. The perfect ride to spin your own tail. Toyota. Let's go places.